Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlordsvcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. The Legend of Zelda isn't like top three all-time video games. Not for me because I've never played one, so I can't put it in mind. And yet, you just—I <sighs> know you play like tons of sports games, sports mm-hmm. ball games, and shoot 'em up bangers and and they, Halo, and none be, of them. They wouldn't. None be, of them. None of them. None of those are in my top three. None of them are up there with Legend of Zelda. The only Mass Effect that's up there with Legend of Zelda is, well, all three of the first three. The last one was kind of it, but... <laughs> that's not true. That's, and Andromeda was actually a good game once they patched out all of the bugs. Once they patched out all the bugs. Say it again. Once they patched out all of the bugs, uh, Andromeda is a solid game, and it actually has the best moment-to-moment combat of the series. Well, that's because they literally... Evolved that game. You can see the series evolving from a role-playing game to a first-person shooter by the time it got to Andromeda with slight RPG elements. Like, they showed us that. There was no secret of that. Well, I mean, the, the, the further along we go, the further along it goes from being an actual RPG. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Pretty soon um, they're going to have, like, six niggas running behind you with, like... Whatever they got in Call of Duty, I don't know. I haven't played it in a while. What? Um, but what? What Andromeda is is basically what is what is uh, Episode Seven? What's the Force Unleashed? Sure. I mean, what's I mean? What's the the Force Awakens? Is the Force Awakens? Brandon. Uh, we don't know. Brandon said yes. Brandon said episode yeah, seven Awakens. is the yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah, because you know like how Force Awakens is a movie, but it is very, very similar to episode four. Like there's a lot of story beats for episode four. Yeah. They did that on purpose. Andromeda has a lot of story beats from from Mass Effect One. 
the first one. It has a yes, lot it of does. similar story beats to that one. So it, it's very much like, you know, kind of like how people hold the the sequel trilogy as like being less than. Um, that's kind of people. That's saying how people feel about the Andromeda as opposed to the rest of Mass Effect. And I don't, I don't personally. It's not a different game to me. It's a different um, the. It's different because the the main character that you play is different. You know, like the the biggest difference between Andromeda and the rest of the stuff is it's not. It's not based off of someone who's military like that that changes the game and it changes the tone of the game greatly and and like a lot of people couldn't job with that all right i'm gonna eat one more piece of candy and i'm gonna lose interest okay you know fuck it let me ask y'all a question since we always talk about nonsense before this shit's uh yo i was gonna tell you about the next book i was gonna read for ratchet book club but please no, Go I seen ahead. It on, I seen it on Facebook. Um, <laughs> um, how do y'all feel about that that chick who posed uh, for the prom stuff with the guns and shit? How do y'all feel about her losing her scholarship? I don't believe it. A, I think that's fake. Uh, I need to see a news article about that because I refuse to believe. I think that that's just people trying to shame. She lost. She definitely lost her scholarship. One hundred percent. She lost her scholarship. Um, but like, I don't. I don't like the fact that they 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 said she lost her scholarship and she was expelled from school. But my thing is like, these were prom photos taken before she got to the prom. So if she didn't take any guns with her to prom, they shouldn't have any cause to do anything to her. Now losing her scholarship. Like, yo, if I'm paying you for a scholarship and you do this, this this proves you have pretty bad judgment. So, like, maybe I'm, you, I might back off of my scholarship because, like, you seem to be making really bad decisions. And I don't nah, I got a problem. If that really happened... No money on, and I don't want to put no money on that. I, I, if that I really happened, I got a real problem with that because there's white kids all over the place who are, holding, who are taking family photos holding AR-15s. Yeah. Yeah, this was stupid. Yeah, and it's stupid, no, and and no, and, and all, I think it's all stupid. Like, let's be honest, it's all stupid. Not if with the white white kids included, but like for her to have repercussions that happened, the repercussions happened in school for something that was done completely happened. out of school. Yes, that's that's the prop. That's the part that I have. A yes, problem. I, like to a certain level, I kind of understand the the scholarship thing, but I still don't job. I don't. It's an academic scholarship. Clearly, she ain't no fool. Right. If it was an if it was an athletic scholarship, then yeah, she could be held to contract stuff like that because it might make your team look bad or whatever you want to say as the coach. This is an academic scholarship. Nobody even knew she had gotten one until you said, "I'm taking it back." That's fucked up. That's yeah, okay. I, I was not okay. pleased at all. According to her, she is going to Tennessee State anyway. They're going to get it fixed, if it's even real. I doubt she lost her shit. I'm looking I online, and I don't see any news stories about it at all. Well, see, I am I am in a whole bunch of these HBCU groups, mostly band-related, but mm-hmm. I'm in a whole bunch of these groups. And these these people have figured out who she is, and she she they shared a post captured from her saying yes she lost her scholarship she's still going to Tennessee State so I know at the very least that part of it is true you don't know that it's true 
You don't know she ever had a scholarship. All I know is what uh, all I know is what I've seen and what they what they posted in these groups. And it, it could I can see why a school would want to do that. I mean, at that point, I mean, I've seen that happen. That's happens. It's happened not exactly like that, but it's happened similar to that with some white kids before. It's all, it's about like you know once it gets into the news, then it's you know, you know Tennessee State student does this this this, and then it's like. Then, then people come to the school and be like, "This is the type of person you want to represent your school." And then they but make a decision. If based I'm Tennessee on State, I'd rather have her still come and disrespect us in the way that they did. Did they disrespect her? Or did they tell the truth? They disrespected the fuck. Like you knew what the fuck it was when you got here. Like you knew exactly what the fuck this was when you got here. And then, like, you get the money from your dad, and then you pretend like, "Oh, this, this is this. This school doesn't have enough resources for blah blah blah, whatever the fuck." You knew exactly what this was when you got here. It's fucking Tennessee State. It was not the University of Tennessee. Like, we understand the difference between those, right? Yeah, but they were complaining about medical resources. Exactly. But you knew what you were getting into. Are you saying you exactly HBCUs can't afford to have decent medical? I feel like that's a, I feel like that's holding HBCUs H- to a lower HBCUs standard. HBCUs have be been, been, been held to a lower fucking standard this whole fucking time. And all of the times that fucking Trump promised them money and then reneged on the fucking deal and all of this other stuff. Like the Tennessee state in general is owed millions of dollars by the state that they keep refusing to fucking pay. Like, it's not like we don't know this. Like, and then like, you know, HBCUs, I mean, with the exception of like, because of because of Deion Sanders at fucking Jackson State, like HBCUs are Less than. Let's be honest. They are fucking less than. Let's and it be wasn't honest. no one no her, one paid any attention to her it. high school. She was a straight A student and her high school expelled her for this shit. They can get sued. They should get sued. And they though. They should they, they should. can. This they, is off campus activities. They can. Yeah, yeah, but I saw you share the the picture of the kids that were like in blackface in Sacramento calling for them to get suspended and that was off campus activity and nothing to do with school. No, it wasn't that was school. That was a no, college was, that was a school based activity. No, they were at a they were at a friend's house. It was a party. That's not a school activity. Wait. Yeah that you're right. You're right. You're right. But they didn't they, they got suspended. I don't think they got expelled. I'm pretty sure I remember reading that they got suspended for like the rest of the year or something like that. I, th- I think, but, they, but then that goes into that goes into the same thing that I was saying about the um, about the loss of the scholarship. Like, yeah, you're a straight A student, but you made a really dumb decision. Like, do we really want to put our money on that? I wouldn't have took the person's scholarship, but I'm just saying that's what the school's thinking. They're like, I, you know, I wouldn't have. Do I want like, that to represent me? And it's, you know, same thing with white kids doing stupid shit. More schools should be like, do I really want this to represent me? Do I yeah. want to answer these questions from the media? Yeah. It's 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 all just kind of stupid, but I think the fact that she did that stuff out of school and then her repercussions have been on school is kind of weird for me. Not just on school, but in her future. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, the worst don't get me wrong. I think that everybody who takes pictures with guns are fucking stupid. Um, yes, to an an extent, because I'm not a gun person. No, um, not to an extent. Like, if you're the, the, there's three levels of stupidity when it comes to these gun pictures. There's the parent, the dad who's pointing the shotgun at the kid. I find that shit fucking infuriating and stupid. Yes. The 
especially that this yeah, during prom time holding a fucking gun to my son. Mm-hmm. Like even even if you joking, like I'm we, coming we to your house. Like, you we don't we don't joke like that, and that's you know. Matter like, of fact, we, no, I ain't coming to your house. You're coming to my house because I know you got guns in your house. So you're coming to my house, and I'm gonna beat your ass on my property. <laughs> but it's just like the idea that. The idea that this became some sort of thing in the in the norm, and I get it. Like you're you're trying to prove. I mean, what are you trying to prove? At 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 some point, like I get it. Like you 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 want to pretend like you're protecting your daughter, but like what about protecting my son? My son is innocent in all of this, and you put a you put a gun to his face, even in a joking fucking manner. I don't want my son to have nothing to do with you or your fucking child. Yeah, but it ain't my fault that your daughter find my son cute. It ain't my it ain't my son's fault. Like it ain't the, it ain't the daughter's fault, but like she got to get cut off in this shit too. Because I mean, if anything progresses further with you and her, like that means that we have to stay connected to him and fuck that. So that's stupid. The kids who are holding up guns and all that shit, they stupid. Um, what was the third one that's stupid? Oh, yeah. Kids who are, like, standing on their school campus smoking weed. That's stupid. And the fourth one are kids who record fights. Yeah, I think um, what you said, what you said, you said, you said people who take pictures with guns. And that's why I said to an extent, you didn't say kids. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about the school based thing. Like this whole thing. Okay. These pictures are stupid. Yeah. So these two kids holding guns for prom. Not just that, nigga. Why are you standing on her dress like that? And it's, it was four of them. It was two two sets of people. Why are you standing on her dress like that? Get off my dress, nigga. Yeah, that shit. That's yeah, that shit's stupid. You know how much that dress probably cost. Exactly. I would have turned and pistol whipped him. I wouldn't have shot him. But why are you standing on my dress, nigga? Is your shoes new? Did we take those fresh out the box so you can stand on my dress? How short are you? Like, nigga, get off my shit. <sighs> okay. But yeah, no, I, I felt badly for her. And I, I, I was very put out. The only good um the only good thing about it is we're having this conversation and we we still kinda don't really know her name. So at least you know what I mean? She's gonna be able to she, I mean, she's going to be able to outlive this when somebody else gets outraged about something else. Like yeah, the Roe sure. versus Wade, the Roe versus Wade thing is kind of whoa. Um, so, like, hopefully, like, she'll get lost in the shuffle once more things pique our interest, and she'll be able to go on with her life. Mm-hmm. But, but I think losing her scholarship and possibly being expelled from school is a step too fucking far. Yeah, me too. Me too. I agree. For sure, we all agree for once. Welcome to another one. That's Brandon. That's Scar. I'm Derek. This episode, Allison and Donnie getting the dope game. <laughs> I remember this episode, and this was when I was like, I fuck with Allison. I remember this was the exact time when I was like, Allison is good with me no matter what. Donnie, he was still a poodle to me. And the fact that he was like, I don't understand until she was like, this while I'm doing it because these constituents are all dope heads. And he was like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. No, no my part is coming up when they when 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 they when they start succeeding. And yes. 
the scene with the money. Yes, Brandon. <laughs> without without going without going scar on it, I can tell you right now that you are about to hit a line of episodes that are just going to be gleeful when it comes to Allison and her storylines. Like Allison is about to become the clone for you for quite a little while. So prepare yourself yeah, for like that. All, all of the stuff with the with the election and all of that kind of stuff, it's just fucking glorious TV. Mm-hmm. Whew, it's shit that I would have wrote. So um, I didn't like the beginning of this episode where what I was talking about last episode happened this episode with the two twins and the sexual assault. I, I, it looked even worse now knowing that I had spoken on it last episode and it popped up this episode, I was very disappointed. No, what made it worse is when she said it. When she, when, like, when she said, like, I consented to, like, is it rape? Because I consented to have sex with one of them, just not both of them. And, like, I I felt so sad for her in that moment because, like, even she doesn't, she doesn't know if it. No, I felt like she was being sarcastic when she said that. Like, she was talking to Art, like, you don't get it, motherfucker. No, she was being sarcastic. It seemed like Art was trying to brush her off, kind of, fam. When Before Sarah came over there and was like, I'm Beth, I have some questions for you. It seemed like Art was like, we didn't get anything out of her. Like, he was only looking for one thing, and she's like... I didn't read that as sarcastic, but maybe I was reading in. I was reading a little bit further into it because, like, you know, being on the outside looking in, like, Mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of felt that, that, you know what I mean, like, fuck, she may actually feel this way. Like she doesn't know if this actually constituted. No, she. A I felt. I felt the opposite. I felt very strongly. Like she knew that she got sexually assaulted, and she felt that nobody was going to give her the justice that she deserved because they were going to be like she consented to one of them. So she wanted to let them know it's still rape. Even if I consented to one of them, I didn't consent to this. Like the way that it's still rape if somebody pulls their condom off and goes right. raw. It's still rape, you know, so she's letting him know, like, I know and you should know, officer, and be way more upset than you seem because Art seemed real casual about the whole thing. Yo, how did fucking stealthing become a thing? Like that, Punk ass men. Like, how the fuck did that become a thing? Like, I'm going to start having I'm thinking, I'm I'm thinking high school and college niggas. Yeah, this shit. Not niggas. It's probably, it's just punk ass people, men. Yeah, it's just like that shit. I mean, I have never had that thought. Like, you know what I mean? That has never been a thought until someone said that this is a thing. I had never thought of like I've never thought of that. Well, like, Scar, maybe, I'm not saying this to insult you. I was about to say, I'm not saying this to insult you, but there's a million different things that you didn't think about that some of these fucked up individuals think about all the fucking time. Yes. Like when when the when when young people were putting NyQuil in their assholes. Or slipping what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, they were they were having parties where they would get together <laughs> and they would flip upside down and they would uh pour NyQuil in their asshole because That's the, the real lean. The, the alcohol the the alcohol the alcohol in would go the straight into their blood. Go straight into their bloodstream, and they, it, it, you know, it's not on their breath or anything like that. You can still get fucked up without actually drinking. So you just put now the Nyquil in your asshole. It goes straight into your bloodstream, and yeah, the young people were getting fucked up like that. 
I would think they're getting fucked up twice if they poured it up their asshole. Like, that's yeah, a funnel. I knew a girl that did it with the tampon, but I didn't know they were doing it in their asshole. I can see that, too. Yeah. Then they soak uh, the tampon in vodka, and then they put it in. And then, and then the the, and then when like around the same time they were talking about uh, young young girls who were who were ass fucking to still call themselves virgins. Yes, like, I do remember that vividly. Yeah. Oh no, that's really real. You yes, can ask, no, like, that's no, all that's of this Mormons. All of this is real. Well, no, 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 no. You could ask Mike about that uh, one day. You talked to him because he went to the Catholic University of America, the Catholic University of America. And that was a big thing there. Big thing there. Wow. I believe it. I mean, it's not, you're still a virgin. If you let people fuck you up the ass, you're just not an ass virgin, which nobody really asks about. Unless you're talking specifically, they can dodge that. Yeah. And besides, the, the, the sanctity of virginity is a stupid thing anyway. Absolutely. Especially when you think about the myriad of ways that, I mean, look, guys. The way, okay. The way, the way that virginity came uh, came across in the in the Bible was really meant to be unmarried, not necessarily un- <laughs> that you didn't have sex. Mm-hmm. It was it was unmarried, not necessarily like the Virgin Mary was not a virgin in the way that we think she's a virgin. Um, she just mentioned that her and, her and Joe won't married yet. <laughs> so I mean, hymens get ripped every day in gymnastics, B. So. And soccer and all kinds of physical activities. And some folks are just born without them. So true. The idea of you like whenever I think about that shit, I immediately think about punk ass Ti and what he did you know to his what? daughter. I tried not to go there. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it, and then I was just like, Nah, I'm not gonna go there because that shit was just dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. Ah, <sighs> boy. I can't imagine how uncomfortable that whole shit was for his child. If it was true. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, it was true. Don't say if. He he was very proud of it. He said it. He said it, but like I at at some point, like I know I know we don't we don't we don't hold Tiny into a high regard, especially not you. But like at some point it's not my fault she looks like that. I would I would hope, <laughs> I would hope like Rashani has this real thing about talking shit about Tiny in her looks. I mean, I get it. She looks like she used to be a pit bull. But she um, looks like she used to be a troll, dog. Like one of those nah, toy looks, trolls. Now nah, she used to, she looked like she used to be an albino pit bull. Yeah, but, mixed um, with uh mixed with what's that nigga's name? Lionel Richie? Nah, dog. Or the one she, from the Commodores. Nah, she um was uh she 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 got that shit done to her eyes and stuff like that, and she like uh, she tried to look like Smokey, but um, yeah, Smokey, Smokey <laughs> Robinson, <laughs> Smokey Robinson. Um, but um, <laughs> God damn it, you got me talking about this lady, and I said that I was not going to talk about her like you used to talk about her all the fucking time. It's not but, my like, fault that she you, looks like that. She made that like, choice, dog. That's like you pay if you pay for clothes and they don't fit right. I'm going to tell you they don't fit right because you paid for that. She paid for that look. Like, she used to be ugly, and now she's ugly and weird-looking, and it's just off-putting because she can't get a receipt on that shit. True. Okay, so. Kind of like, <laughs> like Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. 
Yeah, that's sad though. She okay. got her stuff because niggas did not think she was cute when she was cute. Little right. Kim was gorgeous to me. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. Now she looks like a weird old, old Asian lady. Yeah, uh, she does. It's, it's, she it's, she looked like hurry up and bye. So <laughs> hurry up and bye. Rudy and Seth are at. <laughs> she looks like you want side a side nasa. <laughs> I feel like that's racist. No, no. The I don't know why. The lady at the Chinese joint used to say, you want sade sauce, sir? And she was really saying, do you want soy sauce or duck sauce? But you want sade sauce, sir? Fuck you, Scar. <laughs> so. She said it, I didn't. After I mean, they sexually like, assault this woman, Patty, that's her name. Um, they go back to, Rudy and Seth go back to their apartment, and Paul comes and visits them, and they address him as major. And they act subordinate to him. Like, okay, this nigga's like, nigga, I'm the colonel of this motherfucking tank. And Rudy because tells they're, Paul. They're, yeah, because they said from the beginning, they're, they're the military side of this experiment. Mm-hmm. And and he said when he went in, they, you know, when, when he saw S, and S was like, oh, you got to upgrade. And he was. And so, like, so we know that he is on the other side of this shit now. He was used to be enlisted, and now he's a now he's like an officer in the military, according to this situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, Rudy tells him that he saw Sarah Dyad, and Paul tests both of them with the instrument involving a camera, and he asked them questions like, um, "Some people are smart. Scar is big, so smart people are big. True or false?" <laughs> really? Why I gotta? Why you had to put it like that? Cause you're tall, nigga. What? No, just, no. You know I'm a fat nigga. Like, come on, don't try. To I didn't say me. fat. If I meant fat, you know big, I'd say fat. Big means fat, people. It, you, if you would have said big tall, and tall, you right. <laughs> nah, I see where you're coming from with that, but I did. That was not my intent. <laughs> well, I know what your intent was. And you were just you were trying to get a fat joke off, sure. It was not my intent to get a fat joke off. I apologize profusely. Honestly, I don't, give, I don't give a shit. I'm a fat nigga. Like what? So, let me try this again. <laughs> no, I just, he, look. He, he asked uh, pseudo uh, pseudo SAT questions <laughs> and <laughs> if then statements. <laughs> and one of them niggas started glitching out because them tests are um, culturally biased. As Neon Badeau said throughout Blue Chips, um, Shaq, all you got to do is say that these tests are culturally biased. Just say it over and over again. Um, but yeah, he started glitching out so bad that his brother had to jump in because um, uh, Paul then hands him envelopes, giving them orders for extraction from the situation. Y'all are done and return back to base. And Rudy's like, our work here ain't done. Um, after that, Scott visits Kasim at Felix's place. And uh, looks at Felix like he ready to risk it all, honestly. Um, and said her blood tests are going really well. And they're both surprised she's had this much improvement just from the second treatment from Kira's tooth. Yeah, other than his interest in Kasima, uh initially, we don't know what side Scott falls on. He might fall on both sides while he was looking at Felix. Yeah. Because Felix was like, you must be Scott. And Scott was looking at him like, show, watch, oh, show. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, let me shake your hand. So, um, Scott says, you know, Dr. Neelan, Dr. Neelan wants to meet with us because, you, you, you know, even though he 
dyad, he's still better than Leaky because he actually cares and he's a researcher. And Felix is like, well, before you go, take this uh, new phone. It's a new clone phone. Give me that old burner. Here's a new burner. He's switching them out like the niggas were on the wire and shit. Well, he said that they were going to switch them out when Delphine started calling everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Allison and Donnie are at a soccer tournament, and they see Marcy, the uh, person running for um, tr- school trustee, um, doing a campaign interview. I can only see her in those gray dresses now. Like I've seen this before. I saw I saw the other show, and I can only see her wearing gray now. Just like, white. It's, it's weird. Allison is certain she can beat Marcy, but Donnie's worried about their finances. He's like, yo, why don't you just go go get the job with your mama still? Because he ain't got no income. And Ramon comes over and talks to Allison. And Allison's like, I'm surprised you're at a kid's sports tournament. And he's like, well, Look, half Donnie, my clients. Donnie is just trying to be fair. That's all, Donnie is all about equality. That's all that is. In what way? Donnie is saying... I was a one-income family for all these years. Now it's time for to reverse it, and you be the one-income. How do we know family. that it was a one-income family? Because we've been watching Allison not work. Right. <laughs> Talking about. <laughs> I'm. 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 I, I. I guess. I mean, she was pulling up with tons of money that she was giving to Beth and them. So I figured she got money from somewhere. From otherwise, Donnie. Rudy. Or the, otherwise, Donnie would have been. Aware of that money going missing because it wasn't a small a small amount. Would he? The way they portrayed Donnie, would he know? I I would hope you'd notice if like what was it seventy five thousand dollars went missing. It depends on how much money you make. I would never make enough for seven. Well, I'd have to make like four hundred million dollars, where seventy five thousand dollars literally looks like seventy five dollars falling off my account. That's when I wouldn't notice it. Being a parent, right? It's a parent. So when you say being a parent, you got to say it's a parent next. Go. Being a parent, it's a parent how much money they actually make because of all of the fucking daycare because we never see the fucking children. And they live in Toronto (laughs) with a big-ass house. Do you know how much real estate is in Toronto? You know know how much money fucking child care is? Hey, hey. But like Ken, like Kendrick the said, the the Pedialyte and and her mama be getting daycare and they never did call them like, never charged like yeah that's that's just love right there. Alice Grandparents out here in community theater during the day, going true. to random stores, meeting up with the drug dealer. Like she wasn't working. True. And she got to run around with Sarah during the day. Like she wasn't working. I mean, I'm just like I'm thinking of everything like the sum of the whole and I'm like she had to have money somewhere because rehab ain't cheap. Donnie had bread. I think no, I think her mom had loot. Her mom does have loot. Her mom her mom owns the store. Her mom owns a, a store. The, the store. I think the that her store, mom just been casting her out. In, that comes into play in a little bit later, but like her mom owns the store that Donnie is telling her to go back to. Yes. So that means she used to work at the store and you know yeah. So, anyhow, um, her mom's a fucking trip, by the way. <laughs> Allison <laughs> talks to Ramon and finds out that half his clients are soccer moms. Though he's working on getting out of the business so that then he can go to college. And he's like, "Do you want anything?" Oh no, you still clean. Congratulations, congratulations. And after he leaves, Donnie's like, "Who's that?" And she's like, "An opportunity." 
yeah, the light bulb went off. Right. Um, Art calls Sarah and tells her about the incident that happened with Patty and the two young men. And uh, Sarah recognized them as Rudy and Seth. And Sarah's like, I want to come talk to her. Meanwhile, back at a military camp somewhere, Helena is wrestled into a room with soldiers and they waterboard her. Um, like, oh, yo, like, hold on, let me get this straight. You waterboard someone that you don't have any questions for. So you can get DNA out they, their mouth. They ask her questions. They ask her nothing. They got DNA out of her mouth. But like, yo, dog, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other ways you could have got that. Mm-hmm. But, on, in the, but in, on the opposite side of that, like, you usually torture people that you're asking questions and you're trying to get some information out of. They would have boarded her just for the fuck of it. Mm-hmm. And they tried to do the they tried to do the eye thing with her too, and she's just like, <laughs> "What about these mangoes, dog?" <laughs> she's I don't like, understand that. What was that? The the if the if then statements. So it was like if Brandon played football and football players are smart, then Brandon is smart. Yeah, yeah true or false? Is 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 yeah, that's not a true or false question? No, no, but it's but it's, it's like a if it's a if, ratio sort sort of thing. It's a, it's a logic thing. Like you're trying to see how the logic works, and apparently peaking that logic in some way, shape, or form is what causes if you're if you're glitching, as they called it, if you're glitching. Um, it, 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 it affects it when, when you're looking directly into the eye like that. So they, like Mark was doing later. Uh, that wasn't Mark. That was what you call it. They all Mark to me. <laughs> the Mark. Well, she called him a Mark face. The Mark face boys. He's a Mark ass buster. <laughs> she called him, uh, Helena called him Mark face boys. But, uh, yeah, that was yeah. Seth, right? That was Seth. That was Seth. So, um, a middle-aged woman, Dr. Virginia Cody, comes in and orders a stop um, because Helena's blood test shows she's pregnant. Let me ask you a question. Is is Virginia Cody the place where um, Paul went at the beginning of season one? Probably. Because when when he told when he told Beth that he was going he was going away, he said, I'm going to stay at Cody's house. He told he told he told who he thought mm-hmm. was Beth that he was going to stay with Cody. I mm-hmm. wonder if they if they if they wrote it ambiguously that way or they just used the name later. No, I think that it was just done. I think it was really good writing. They don't seem to be wasting any words in this show. Yeah, because because to have to have it come back and like for him to get back into the military, knowing that she's connected to the military and all of, in all of this stuff. So that means he had been connected to this whole shit this whole time. Well, actually, he probably not. He probably didn't know about the. Um, he didn't, probably didn't know about the Castle Boys, but still, um, it's you know he still had connections to someone who had connections to the Castle Boys. So when it was time for them to bring someone in, they knew exactly who to bring in to do. What happened to that boy? That's what I thought. <laughs> I know that song. I got that reference. Um, and and yeah, 
that's that song led to the disillusion between um pharrell and cash money they stopped working together right after that because pharrell never got paid for that song <laughs> Birdman stiffed him out of the money i thought what, what happened to that boy was a. Uh, I thought that was uh the clips it yeah. is the clips okay yeah. just wanted to make sure no the clips are on the song but it was it was it was Birdman's song. Oh. It was officially Birdman's song. They did the song. They were supposed to get paid for it. They never got paid. And then eventually, um, you know, the clips and Lil Wayne and a couple of the cronies on, on the cash money side threw a little bit of shots back and forth. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, sir. So, Miss S looks battered and bruised after she got beat up. And Felix Whatever happened looks- to the other dude in the clips? He went, uh, he found Jesus. He changed his name to No Malice because uh, he was Malice. He changed his name to No Malice and he went Jesus, like heavy Jesus. He, th- he found the Lord. The Lord. The Lord. Would you stop looking around? Are you talking to your dog or are you talking to me? Because it sounds like you're talking to a dog. Anyhow, I'm talking um, to you. Nigga, you ain't. So, one thing. Staring in the sky. One, because I, look, because I'm thinking about the fact that the nigga changed his name to No Malice like that was going to get him into heaven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not saying that way. I'm not saying the way he did work or, or is going to work when he finally makes it to wherever he's going to make good. it to. That's a good one. That's what I was thinking about. Like, nah, man, my name is no, my name is zero body count now. Right. <laughs> shut the fuck up. We still got records of you. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. That's like, that's like women in the church saying that they're, now that they're um, Christians, they're second time virgins. Yeah, that's like St. Peter is going through the pages like For real? For real? So you didn't do the wheelbarrow? <laughs> they said he came back and did a song with Pusha T on Kanye's Jesus is Jesus is King album. Yes. I mean I mean Jesus is King um yeah, you know what? That yeah, that was a weird ass year where all those rappers or all the rappers decided to do a, a gospel album because Snoop did one too that year. Yeah, did he win best gospel album? Or something yes, like he that? did. Snoop's was dope uh, for what it was worth. Kanye's the first Kanye one was really was pretty good too. So Mace went and scammed people and then came back to being murder Mace. Is that yes. what happened? Yeah, because yes. Mace Mace went to Mace went to study under Creflo Dollar. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, and then like I seen Mace preach and he sounds just like Creflo Dollar. And it's just like, nigga, you from Harlem. I still like, refuse to believe that nigga's real name is Creflo Dollar. Uh, I would not go to a church where the nigga's name is Creflo Dollar, my nigga. That sounds like a rig up. What's your name again? My name is Money Banks. Let me see. Creflo Dollar. Get the fuck out of my face. Creflo Augustus Dollar Jr. Fuck you. His daddy must have been a pastor too. I don't know. Hold on. Did he have Mace under contract that whole time? Yes. He, <laughs> he, never, he never finished his contract. Yo, that is funny. <laughs> So, 
Dr. Nealon insists the data and any samples are gone thanks to the Duncans. Uh, they were like, we had donors for two clone lines, male and female, and they're both gone. Um, and Sarah goes to the police station as Art is leading Patty out. And Art's like, it's not safe for her to be there. But he's like, well, before he could say, get the fuck out of here, before he could try and make it seem like he really wants her to get the fuck out of there, actually, he says, get the fuck out of there. And Sarah just jab steps and goes right around that yep. <laughs> And starts asking questions to Patty. And Patty's like, after I had sex with um, them, after they assaulted me, they went through my ID and copied information about me in a little notebook and Peter put a piece of my hair in a bag. And she has no idea what all that was for. And Art's like, if they can find them, they'll be charged with assault at least. Um, and she says they also had the same tattoo on their left forearm, which is a picture of a two-headed horse. Uh, Ramon meets Allison and Donnie in the soccer field support building. And Allison's like, yo, we'll buy you out, fam. Your client list, your inventory, everything. You'll be free and clear. You can go do whatever you want. And Ramon's like, do y'all have the stones for this business? And Donnie's like, hell yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah, my guy. There's, we got many stones. We got all the stones. I got a pocket full of stones. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, he definitely does that. Donnie shot one nigga on accident. I got a pocket full of stones. And Allison's like, you're too enthusiastic, my nigga. And um, Allison's like, yo, most of your clients are already in my circle. So we'll do 32 flat and bargain and, you know, get a sale. A real deal, actually. Uh, Seth is walking around having flashes of uh, erratic behavior and vision flashes and gets a call from Rudy. And Rudy's like, they should be at the pickup location, but Rudy says he's not going back to base. Uh, he says he knows that Seth has been glitching for the last week or two, and Seth says it's getting worse. What is Rudy glitching about? <sighs> Nigga must got hit in the back of the head with a rocket ship. Is it a clone defect or something? It is their defect. It's their defect. Yeah, okay. it is. You know, like how the 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 lady clones have the the the, the cysts and the the coughing yeah. stuff and all of that kind of stuff. They have this. It's a it's it's a brain thing. So, um, yeah. So Rudy says he's breaking into Felix's loft, and from her lab, Casima phones Sarah and explains the two-headed horse tattoo. It's a play on the Castro myth, who was a warrior horseman. Not Xena. Xena was also a warrior horsewoman. It's important. Helena's being... I never saw Xena, by the way. I talk tough. I never seen that one or uh, Hercules. I made the mistake of buying season one of Hercules on DVD. Oh my God, it's terrible. It just <laughs> felt like by the time off. I started watching it, it was already on channel 31 at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it it starts this the Hercules starts off with a a few made for TV movies, and then this then the actual season starts, and th those those made for TV movies are not good at all, like it's real bad. I was like, fuck this shit, and um that like the music is different because you know like uh, if you ever buy the Baywatch DVDs, it's a completely different song on the DVDs. Um, they don't have the Baywatch song. And is is like certain certain stuff like that. It did like they didn't get the licensing straight for the DVDs. It's really fucking weird. Mm. So Helena's being given the caster neurological test, and 
she ain't about that life. She like, yo, is there mango though? <laughs> I want a mango. About those mangoes. About <laughs> the mangoes. The girlfriend is like, you like mangoes, don't you? You like, want a mango? What? What is this about mangoes? And she goes, yeah. What is this about these mangoes, dog? Is it a mango like was in Carlo Basket on Oz? We don't, we don't we don't speak about Carlo. No, we don't talk about Bruno. Carlo's included in that. No, no, no. I really want to know how the fuck his family thought to get him all them fruits without giving him something to be able to slice up that fucking mango. It was just biting in the mango, like it. Ugh, no. Have you eaten a mango before? I'm not like a, a real like a like a whole mango. I'm I'm not a fan of mango. Okay, so the outside is like this horrible, nasty, tough-ass skin that you got to literally peel off. Yeah, I want to refrigerate now. I don't understand how they... I don't understand it. They gave that nigga pineapple and mango and nothing to cut it with. I just thought about that. So... They kind of worked around the kitchen, though, didn't they? No. He wasn't in the kitchen. Was he he? Around, yeah, I think they were connected to the kitchen at some point. I thought he was working in the shop. I don't know. Anyhow, um, Dr. Cody comes in and stops the test because she sees it ain't going nowhere. And she takes Helene out for a walk. And she's like, I love being here because I can smoke all I want and the sun is bright. Um, and it's a desert-colored base with troops all around, machine gun nests, the whole thing. And that's when Helena asks about the Mark Face boys. And Dr. Cody's like, I've had them since they were young. And they call her mother. She tries to impress on Helena that Sarah and her family sold her out. And they consider her expendable. But she tells her that she's not expendable to Dr. Cody. Um, and Sarah goes and visits Miss S at her house. Although Felix warns she has broken ribs and possibly a concussion. Sarah's like, I don't give a fuck. She wants to get in touch with Paul. But Miss S has no contact with him. And she tells Sarah it's no good trying to pretend she can have a life here with Cal and Kira. Because they don't know who their enemies are or what they are or what they want. And when that happens, Miss S learned earlier in life, you don't fight, you run. Because Cal bought this house. Because Sarah's the only the person who doesn't know that Cal's rich. I want to know how the Prolethians stole a male clone and a, a girl clone. How'd they get Mark and Helena? That's what I want to know. That's a good question, because Mark really was down for the cause. They do answer that question. Oh, okay, good. They, they, they answer that. Um, they well they they answer the mark part. We we know the answer to the Helena part, right? Like we know that part, but like the the mark part, they do answer at some point. So Ramon shows Allison and Donnie the drug inventory in his car. He estimates a street value of eighty thousand, but the cost to him was twenty five thousand, and he also has goodwill worth paying for. So again, Allison offers thirty two thousand for everything in cash. Donnie's like, we don't have that kind of money. And Alice is like, we doing our retirement. And besides, this is my constituent list, my voter base. And she expects them to be very loyal supporters. Because honestly, if you don't vote for me, the price of the brick either going to go up, rich is going to dry up. Or I'm out you. I wouldn't out you. I'd leave you addicted and then dry you out. I wouldn't even threaten outing them. 
because then they wouldn't want to be your client anymore and you still need them because it's your business. But I'll say that, you know, product is tight. Vote for me. <laughs> uh, Cal's unpacking dishes at the new apartment and Paul comes to visit him. And Paul wants to know what Sarah was doing a diet. And Cal's like, I don't know, nigga. Paul's surprised to see Cal settling down as rich as he is because he got a lot from selling his weapons company. I thought he made drones for photosynthesis. That nigga is no, he fucking made, he made, he made Tony Stark. For, he made drones for pollination and the military bought them. That's what he said. That's, 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 that's what, what he said. said. Yeah, he, oh. he he made he made drones for pollination and they bought those. Um, and we don't hear we don't really hear anything about the drones again until later. Uh, after the show is over. Niggas fucking Tony Stark out there creating. I call this. The fuck did he call that? The Jericho. So um Anyway, the deal Paul made regarding Helena was to allow Sarah to get away. And now's the time for her to do so. So, Cal, you need to convince Sarah that y'all got to go. And Sarah and Kira arrive at Felix's house. And they're both happy with the idea of living at Cal's new apartment. And they discover Rudy, who threatens Kira to get answers out of Sarah. He wants the tissue samples of the cast original that Ethan Duncan must have had. But Sarah's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know shit. I wonder if the original man was named Caster and the original woman was named Lita. That'd be interesting. No. Mm-mm. No. Not at all. I'm not I'm not even gonna let you continue that line of thought. No, not at all. Mm-mm. So, um and downstairs and, and technically I've already spoiled that two two episodes ago and didn't realize it. So yeah. why, why are you gonna reference it though? I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. You, you already didn't apologize for it. Why re-reference it? I don't even I just, know what the hell Scar talking about. I, 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 I did an unintended. I did an unintentional spoiler two episodes ago. I don't know why you're trying to stop me. I'm just saying that I did an unintentional spoiler two episodes ago that leads you in the way of thinking. That's all. Oh, it's hard to do that for a long time. Right. But women appreciate it. Also. We're not women. We don't appreciate that at all. Also, you're not going to appreciate this sound either. And this is what got me kicked out of the eighth grade talent show. Guess what sound I'm making? That's right. It's a baby cat. The principal didn't want to believe that shit. And I got in trouble. Apparently, it sounds like eating the pussy. Which, by the way, it's impossible to eat a pussy unless you're a cannibal. You're really just licking. But, you know, say what you say. Anyhow, Cal comes in after Sarah at Felix's house and finds Seth there guarding the entrance. And Seth's having a lot of trouble with flashes and spasms. But, you know, he tries to keep Cal from going upstairs where Rudy's at. But his issues dissolve into him babbling and then collapsing and yelling and screaming which brings Rudy down from upstairs leaving Sarah and Kara behind and Rudy sees how bad Seth has gotten and fucking shoots him 
and he comforts him until he dies, and then he leaves. That was a compassion murk kill. Pretty much. Pretty much. It was like I said, if you see me get bit by a vampire, promise me you're going to shoot me. But he didn't even make him promise. He was just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> he didn't even tell his brother, like, yo, I see you glitch one more time. I'm unplugging the machine, my nigga. How does Sarah know that they glitch? She does now. Yeah, but she said it to him. She said they messed with him. Something's wrong with him. How does she know that? Mm-hmm. But at Miss Essa's house, Cal and Kira uh, packed to leave. They're going to Iceland, where Cal had said he had contacts. And Miss S tells Cal her people will get them out of the country and not to contact his people until then. And Cal and Kira say goodbye to Sarah and leave. And Sarah says, now we find Mark, because he could lead us to Helena. And Mark and Gracie are staying in a hotel somewhere, and Mark's in the bathroom. Uh, Gracie is in bed asleep. She wakes up because her man ain't by her side, and she goes to knock on the bathroom door like, you having the stomach issues? And he's like, nah. He turns on the shower real loud, and he bites down the towel, and he takes a fucking blowtorch. There had to be a better way of getting rid of your tattoo. Mm, mm, Not mm. when you're on the run. That shit looked so real that I was squeamish. And he burned... Away his two-headed horse tattoo using a blowtorch. There gotta be a better way of doing that. Like, can you get it covered? Like, you know what I mean? Like, get, get a tattoo over your tattoo. Like, turn it into a motherfucking butterfly or something like that, and say it it, it represents your lady. Like, something, dog. Anything. Don't just fucking burn your shit off with a blowtorch. I'm pretty sure for the amount of the blowtorch, you could have got a cheap little tattoo somewhere that would have covered that shit up. Like, what are we talking about here? Mm-mm. Brandon, you got anything? Mm-mm. Scar, you got anything? Nah, dog. I think I think we got it. Okay. Yo, I just seen something real on Facebook, man. What? This dude uh, was talking. You know, was like, "Hey, like, you think you're tough?" He's sitting at a keyboard, right? He was like, "You think you're a tough, dude, right?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then so this nigga starts playing something on the keyboard, and he starts playing "Leaves from the Vine." And I'm like, ooh, ooh, I can't be told what Lee's on the vine is playing right now, dog. Is that's some real those some real emotions right there, dog. Shout out to Uncle Iroh. Shout out to Mako, rest in peace. All my all my Avatar fans know what's up. I don't know anything about what you just said. I know what you 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 never seen the last the I last airbender? I, I no. don't know what made okay. him want to bring that here. Because it's a great, great cartoon slash TV show, whatever you want to call it. It is. It is it's fantastic. It is. The way that you were saying it, though, I thought that something dramatic had happened, and it didn't. That's dramatic to me. Leaves from the Vine is fucking dramatic as fuck to me. That's not Rashani. Apparently not. I mean, is it iconic enough to say I saw something on Facebook and it was just it blew my mind. I got to tell you all about it and all the listeners, too. They they need to know this. Did they, Scar? Absolutely. Did they? I'm, I'm about that. Are you, Scar? I'm about that. You about it? I'm about it, about it. You about it, about it? Because if you about it, about it, we say you about it, about it. Brandon, do you know where Master P uh, released his first uh, CD at? 
What state? You know? Louisiana. Nope. That nigga's first CD was completely Dago, done. That nigga's first CD was completely done in the Bay Area of California. They go, homie. And sounded nothing like he does now. Yeah. Um. Did you know? Have you ever seen that? Um. The freestyle from those dudes sitting at the table wasn't a Coast Contra or something like that. Whatever those dudes' mm-hmm. names are. Mm-mm. Um. And then the one dude has the that has the freestyle about going to the party and getting beat up. You never seen that that that, that clip? No. Well, apparently, um, there's four dudes sitting at the table. Uh, there's two dudes sitting in the middle. They are twins. They are Razkaz's twins. Hmm. They Razkaz and Tedra Moses had twins, and they are rappers now. Okay. So it's Easy E's son. Please continue. I've never heard. I've never heard Easy Son actually rap. I never heard. Old Dirty Bastard son rap, but it's still a thing. I have seen him actually perform in place of his dad in things. I have I have seen that. I think I may have seen him perform as in one other video with like Method Man's son and Ghostface's son. Um, they they had a song like a few years back. Um, but the problem is like he is really trying to be his father, and it's just like, bro, you got to find your own lane. Because the other two did, the other two are not trying to be their 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 fathers at all, um, but that's just who their fathers are. Especially especially Sun God, um, Ghostface Sun. He he doesn't rap like Ghostface. He's you know like he he has his own lane. Um, but yeah, that dude is very much. I think I think internally he's still kind of hurting, you know, and he's trying his doing his best impression of his dad because of how probably how he feels inside. And you know, it's cool. It's kind of cool, but it's also kind of sad because he's not quite it. He's actually worse as his father as than the guy who actually plays him in the TV show. Now I, I I liked him better when he went back to reclaim his Louisiana roots. The kingpin of the bay, my nigga. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I prefer the kingpin of Louisiana, even though like, that's how he got the ice cream man. He was out there and. Um, a nigga named Drew Down, a rapper named Drew Down, was talking about how he was going to put out, he put out an album called The Ice Cream Man, and Master P ran back to the South and took that name with him. You know, The Ice Cream Man is still a staple in uh, marching bands until this dude made a meme out of it last year. And so they don't play it as much because the dude made a meme out of it. That's messed up. Yeah. So, 916-633-1537. Uh, return to Oswald at gmail.com. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. I'm Rashani. The show is RTO Podcasts. Uh, you can um, 
leave a review on Spotify. It takes 13 seconds. Uh, you can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that in Apple Podcasts and copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the uh, Good Pods app. There's a tip jar. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on makai.com which is M-A-K-A-I-H dot com or you can find his beat on the free music archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.